This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. can't see the thing okay what's up y'all welcome to hand me my purse the podcast i am mimi walker and i will be your forever host each and every single time you tune into this podcast so go ahead and get comfortable get yourself a glass of your favorite beverage whether that's alkaline water red kool-aid a hot cup of tea with honey a glass of cabernet sauvignon or hennessy and light yourself a candle, some incense, or burn some sage, and just get ready to chill out and have a good time. What's up, friends and kin? It's Mimi, resident Auntie Supreme here at Hand Me My Purse. And today I'm sipping on some Deep Eddy Lemon Vodka with bubbly pineapple seltzer water. Why? Because you know what? The way this week has gone down in the United States of America for black folks, I deserve a drink. Okay. And this is my first drink of the whole week. I haven't done any day drinking this week. I haven't had any liquor at all, actually. And I'm really proud of myself. So I'm feeling very detoxificated. Okay. I am so proud that I wish I had a t-shirt that said Proud Mary because I would be Proud Mary. I can't even remember the last time I had a drink. And not that I'm an alcoholic, but you know, I like to have a drink every now and then. And I haven't had any. I didn't even have anything to drink last week when I watched Insecure. And I usually like to have a glass of wine or a margarita when I watch that. And I didn't. So I'm very proud of myself. Thank you very much. 
For this show's jam, I decided to choose a song that, of course, is centered around the theme for today's show, as usual. And this song is a song that I would listen to on repeat in a really, really dark period of my life where, you know, I was really depressed. I was lonely. I felt really isolated and I just didn't know how I was coming out of it. Right. At the time, I was not in therapy, so I had to resort to like my own strategies or coping mechanisms. And for me, something that I always look to when I'm not feeling my best is music. So I would always use music and or art, but mostly music as a form of therapy. So this song is actually by Damian Marley. And side note, I love Damian Marley and Nas. Side note number two, I love Nasir Jones. And I don't know too many black women who don't love Nas. And if you do not like Nas, I don't really like we need to have a conversation because I don't really know how magic your black girl magic is. But anyway, I digress. I'm just kidding. You still are magical, even if you don't like Nas. No, you're not. Just kidding. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. So anyway, um, really, this song, I would listen to it. I created a playlist because like I was really down and I said, I got to get a grip on this. So I created a playlist and it was called Shower Power. And I would listen to it when I got up, when I got in the shower and I would listen to it on my ride into work. And it had gospel songs, some inspirational songs, you know, just all kinds of songs centered around like joy and happiness and peace and, you know, paying attention to, you know, how blessed and how grateful you should be for the life that you do have. Um, The first song on the playlist was Happy by Pharrell. Okay, and although that song kind of drives me crazy, it would always just put me in a good space. So I would start my day off listening to that song. And this song is actually called Count Your Blessings. And it's a phenomenal song. The lyrics alone will put you in a supreme place of gratitude. I have to say that my favorite, like I love the lyrics of this song, but I think my favorite line of lyrics that would make me cry, and I would cry sometimes when I would listen to it, is when he would say, And give thanks to the master that through all the disaster, we're still here together after better count your blessings. And that is really what drove me to select this song, because it seems like we are in the middle of a severe shit storm. Right. And when this is all over, we will be blessed enough to still be here and just give thanks to whoever your higher power is, but give thanks to God, give thanks to the universe, give thanks to a head of cabbage or give thanks to the sun, whatever it is that you give thanks to. Okay. I hope it's not yourself, but you know, Hey, that's not for me to judge, but just to give thanks that through all of this disaster and all of this mess that we are still here together. So let's count our blessings for that. When everything seems that it's down, we're still here. And we're still together. I want you to get into this song. I'm going to play a snippet of it. Uh, The cover that I found is by a group or a band called the Lucianaires. I really hope I'm saying that right. It seems like I say that almost every show, but I really hope I'm saying that right. So the Lucianaires and they are covering Damian Marley 
and Nas's Count Your Blessings. But I want you to listen to and get into Damian Marley and Nas's version, the original version of this song. And I want you to listen to it and I want you to get into it. And if you can't understand what he's saying, God have mercy. Look up the lyrics and read them to yourself. But it's it's really a heartfelt song. And it's a song that just puts you in a really reflective place in a place of gratitude. Like, don't ever forget. And it also reminds us to be grateful for things that we don't even think about. And it just touched me so much because, you know, I, I know what it's like to be in a place. There's a line where he says, I've got love and assurance. I've got new health insurance and I've got strength and endurance. So I count my blessings. I know what it's like to not have health insurance and be sick. Let me tell you something. Just get into this song, okay? Let it touch you. Let it anoint you. Let it get into your spirit and be grateful and be reflective and count your blessings. Let's get into this song. And give thanks to the master that through all the disaster, we're still here together after. Better count your blessings. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. Now let's go ahead and get on into this show, shall we? So as I was thinking about my next topic, I got kind of stuck and I was talking to my cousin Randall, who is my eternal boo. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Hey, Randall. I was talking to him about what I should do. And he said, what about a show focused on gratitude? You know, we're in a dark place and this would be good. Now, keep in mind, this was before the George Floyd stuff all happened, right? And so I pondered that and I thought about how and why and we kind of agreed that this is kind of what the world needs right now. And then, boom, this week happened. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back yet again. This poor camel, Jesus, this camel's back has been broken so many times. His spine is basically sawdust at this point. So, of course, we all know at this point, you should know that another innocent black man was murdered on camera for the world to see by a police officer, a white police officer. And all hell has broken loose once more, yet again. And the saga continues. So at this point, I'm thinking now I need to do a show about all of this. It's my obligation. I'm a black person. I'm a black woman. I got to do this. And now keep in mind, I had already completed and prepped about 80%, 80 to 85, excuse me, percent of today's episode and decided in that very moment, I had to change everything and do something else. And so I started prep work for a show. It was going to be called Fight the Power. So then I was like, how can I make this interesting? And not just a show where I'm complaining about white people that are racist and white privilege in America and being angry and tired and fed up because I don't really want that energy for my listeners because that energy is just everywhere. Like when you go outside, you can kind of feel it. These things are given like, I don't really want that. And if you are not tired and fed up and angry, baby, this ain't the show for you. Click out, go listen to something else um, because this ain't for you. 
Now, when I say that, I don't mean that this episode isn't for you. I'm just saying that in general, uh, the compassion that you need to have when innocent people are being killed by the so-called leaders of their communities, like you should be fed up and tired of that. I don't care what you look like. So I talked to my big sister, by the way, if you don't know who she is, you need to do yourself a favor and find out her name is Angelica. And she is also known as the village auntie to the rest of the world. And the world definitely knows who she is. You should check her out. And of course, there is going to be a link to her Instagram page in my show notes. And if you know, like I do, you will go find out who she is and what she does and what she's about because she is the magic. Anywho, we were talking and I told her I didn't know what to do. And she said, you know, you don't have to do a show about anything you don't want to do. And then she proceeded to say that. And I quote, I would say continue with what you were going to discuss, because gratitude is important, especially in moments like this. And as a black woman, you are not obligated to shift everything in your life because the world is burning. We carry enough. Do your show the way you need to. I think a show talking about gratitude in the midst of all of this could be a bomb. But whatever you decide, I support you. End quote. Let me just say that it is so good and such a blessing. And I am so grateful. Come on, gratitude. I'm so grateful to have people in my corner and people who love me, who actually know me at my core and who can bring me back to who I really am when I'm trying to step outside of my true self and just be much because I'm gonna tell you sometimes I can be a bit dramatic and sometimes I can be much. She kind of just reeled me in and it just reminded me to just be me, just be me. I don't need to be anybody else. I don't need to feel obligated. I just need to be me. And I appreciate that. And I'm grateful. And in choosing to trust my gut and my big sis, I still feel like I have to say something. And I saw this quote on Twitter. You got to love black Twitter. I saw this quote on Twitter by, um, it says, at Quinta Brunson or Quinta Brunson. And the quote is, and I quote, or the tweet is, excuse me, and I quote, being black is having a good day and then seeing another black person was killed for no reason. Then you have to think about and talk about that all day. Or you don't and then you numb yourself. Either way, it's a constant emotional war. That is a whole fact. As I said, I still want to just honor the spirit and the lives of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery with a moment of silence. And during this moment, if you could just silently say their names, just say them to yourself and just ask your higher power to protect their souls and to let those who have had their hands directly or indirectly in the pot of evil blood and death that is responsible for them no longer being here on this earth, along with countless other innocent black people who have died at the hands of law enforcement. I want those people to feel the wrath, whatever wrath you choose to send their way, send it. Okay. Or just send it to your higher power and let them take care of it. That's just how I feel. Just, you know, just send it, send it up as D'Angelo said, send it up and send it through. So if you will, please join me now for a moment of silence.
Okay. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Ashe. Let's move on. I kind of feel like we need a chin check. And the we that I'm speaking of is basically the entire world. We need a reminder of just how blessed we are because I can promise you that a lot of us forget on a daily basis just how good of a life we actually live. And we forget without even realizing that we have forgotten. Let's first start off by defining exactly what gratitude is. By definition, gratitude is a noun. It is the quality of being thankful and or readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Also, on former Vice President Al Gore's internet, I found this explanation of what gratitude is. Gratitude is an emotion of thankfulness that may be experienced toward a person, animal, or deity. Gratitude can also describe a general feeling of thankfulness for life itself or for good aspects of life. Side note, whoever wrote this, let me tell you something. White people love animals, don't they? Jesus Christ Almighty knows they love an animal. Now, not to say black people don't love animals because some of y'all like y'all animals too. But if it came down to an animal or a family member, not a family member you don't like, man, that dog going to be outside. They love animals. And since I've been home, I've been watching a lot of TV. I watch a lot of Ion television, okay? I watch a lot of NCISLA and I watch a lot of freaking Chicago PD. And they have those commercials and it's not the Sarah McLaughlin ones. This is a whole different ASPCA commercial. And I just be like, dang, they love these damn animals. Anyway, I digress. So for me, in practice, I see gratitude as a verb. So, you know, by definition, it is a noun. But in practice, gratitude is a verb. It's an action word. I feel the emotion and the feeling of gratitude, but where... When, excuse me, there's gratitude in practice, I'm showing up and I'm displaying the effects of those emotions and or feelings. And it seems that there has been an insurgence over the past maybe five to seven years or so, just focusing on gratitude as a trend. But this is a good trend. And it's a trend, I think, that is healing for the world. And I want you to just stop for a second and just think about the miserable people, you know, and we all know miserable people. So don't front neck like I don't know any miserable people. No, you do. And if you don't know any, then it might be you, sis or bro. It might be you. But think about it. Get one in your mind. Just somebody. It could be a coworker. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be anybody. But make it somebody that you know at least fairly well. Do they practice gratitude? In any way, shape, or form, do they live a life of of thanks and of gratefulness? More than likely, no. And that could be contributing to their misery. How about that? People don't think about things like that, which is very interesting to me. And it seems like for me, the world kind of lacks gratitude and has a sense of or a spirit of entitlement. And part of me believes that that is because some people see or may see gratitude as a form of vulnerability or expressing gratitude as a form of vulnerability. But gratitude and expressing gratitude does not always have to be about the other person. You don't have to always look at it like that. It can very well be about you. And the reason that I say that is because you benefit, you can benefit by having a grateful spirit and expressing gratitude. We're going to get to that later, but I just want you to keep that in your mind, like file that away 
for now, but expressing gratitude and being grateful and being thankful. Of course, it is about sharing your feelings of gratitude and thankfulness with others and with other entities and deities and animals and people, as they said in the definition. But it really can be about your spirit. So just file that away and we'll get back to that a little later. I want to thank me. I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Now listen, take a pause for the cause and thank Uncle Calvin, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, for just teaching us a lesson right there. Now, when I think of times where I have lacked gratitude the most in my life, it was probably as a teenager. And, you know, I I have said many times that I work with teenagers. Uh, I work at a school grades six through 12. And teenagers are some of the most self-absorbed, selfish people that I have ever met in my life. They're very ungrateful. And my parents used to always tell me that I was ungrateful. And I'd be like, what are they talking about? But the truth of the matter is that they were probably right. Now that I'm older and I work with kids, like kids are ridiculous. So I was probably ungrateful just on GP because that's just what teenagers do. And that is the time in my life where I think that I was the most ungrateful. That's the time that sticks out to me the most. But I'm sure that there are lots of instances where I have not shown gratitude in my life because I'm a human being and I'm definitely not perfect. However, I do try to live a life wherein I am in a state of gratefulness or a state of gratitude when I think about it. Like I try to really be that way because I truly understand that, honey, I got a testimony. Do you understand me? And I understand that I truly don't, I don't even know if I deserve, but I understand that my life does not and did not have to be what it is. God is good. Okay. All the time and all the time I'm listening. And you know what, if you didn't say the rest of that phrase with me, then I question who you are as a human, as a human being, as a black human, especially filled with joy, enlightenment and eternalized sunshine. Because we know that that phrase it's a staple in the black. You know what? Never mind. I don't have time for that. I'm not doing that. Um, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. You know, I believe that expressing gratitude is cathartic. And just think about how you feel when you sit still and you just think about how blessed you are. If you grew up in church, especially in a black church, think about how you feel when the pastor or the preacher starts talking about how God has blessed you. And maybe you don't have to have grown up in church, but if you just sit still and think about how blessed or some people call it luck or fate or whatever it is, how whatever that is you are, you should start to feel light and even feel a sense of freedom. Gratitude also helps us Uh, with our mental health. It also helps to aid our mental health in a positive way. So people who frequently feel and express gratitude tend to be happier than other people. And that's what I meant by freeing yourself up. It, it, It frees some energy up in your spirit. And even if their life circumstances are objectively more challenging, they tend to be happier. 
that lends proof to the concept that rich people can have all the money in the world and still be miserable and unhappy. But you could go to the projects and you could see some of the happiest people you ever seen in your life. They are having a good time. You know, they're laughing. They're in a state of joy and elation. And you want to know why? It's because more often than rich people, poor people are truly grateful for what they do have. And without even trying, they're grateful. And that's usually because You know, oftentimes they're in survival mode or the world makes them feel like they're in a state of lack. So what they have, they tend to cherish. I know a lot of the poor people that I know or shoot when my ass was poor, I was so grateful for anything. You can give me some cup of noodles and I'm going to be very happy. I talk about cup of noodles a lot on this show and I don't know why, because like I said, I don't eat no cup of noodles. I eat ramen out of the pack. And it is fancy ramen out of the pack. I don't even know what's in it because it's not even in English. Anyway, I digress as usual. You know, to get the full benefits of gratitude, we have to incorporate it in our daily existence. We need to practice it consistently and we must be intentional about the practice of gratitude. So that means that we have to figure out a way to carve out time in our busy schedule to express gratitude and to feel that energy and that emotion of gratitude. Even if we're busy, you should never be too busy to say a simple thank you to somebody, even if that's all you say is thank you out loud to someone else or just say it when you're by yourself because somebody, something, some entity, the universe will feel the energy and will hear it. And I know we're all busy, but we got to find the time because remember what uh, Snoop Dogg taught us, you know, it's about us, right? And it doesn't have to be a grandiose form of expression. It could be in the shower or I do it or in the car on the way to work. You could write in a journal. Uh, One thing I tend to do is when I am able to carve out some extra time to write in my journal, I have an entry specifically about gratitude and I just list out every and anything that I can think of that I'm grateful for in that moment. So my toes, my hair, compression socks, strong calves, all of the things, man, all of the things, like whatever I can think of. And another way that you could be intentional is by making a gratitude box. I got this idea from one of my good, good friends, Susie. Hey, Shug, get a box, a fancy box from Amazon or Michaels or TJ Maxx, or just get an old shoe box, tape it up. You can decorate it if you want to cut a hole in the top of it every single day when you wake up or before you go to bed, write something on a post-it note or a piece of paper, cut it up if you want. It's probably easier to just get post-its and write something that you're grateful for. If it's easier for you to do this while you're at work at your desk, if you are free, then do it then every day, set a timer to do it. And if there are repeats in the box, so what? It's fine. And at the end of the month or 60 days or 90 days or whenever you want to do it, you open the box and you read each note and you read it out loud. And immediately you will start to feel different. You'll be filled with gratitude because here you're looking at 30, 60, 90, you know, things to be grateful for in your life. And it doesn't have to be anything outlandish. Like I'm grateful that I won the lotto. Do they even still have the damn lotto? I'm totally dating myself, but whatever. 
or I'm grateful that I'm able to go on a cruise to the Mediterranean. It doesn't have to be that stern. It really doesn't. It could be, I'm grateful that I have feet. I'm grateful that my knees don't hurt today. Start small. I'm grateful for the breath in my body. I'm grateful that I woke up today. That's a big one that people take for, take for granted. I'm telling you, I'm grateful that I woke up today because somebody did not. Okay. I'm grateful for my job. I'm thankful for my coworkers, even the ones that I don't like. I'm grateful for gas in my car. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for clean drinking water. And I say that to say, I say these things to say, these are things that so often we take for granted. I'm grateful for soap. I'm grateful for socks. I'm grateful for sunscreen. I'm grateful for wine. Please be advised that I am grateful for soap, sunscreen, and wine. Okay. Those are things that are very important to me. I'm grateful for on-demand cable or Netflix or for the little brother or cousin who lets me use Oops, not me. Not me because I don't do this. Who lets you use their Netflix account? How about that? Why you always lying? Man, all those things, we got to count it all joy. Amen, amen, and amen. Be very clear. Those are all blessings and all things that we should be grateful Jesus, for. Jesus, and Jesus. it might be hard at first because as a society, I believe that we are trained to focus on the negative aspects of our lives when in actuality, we are so blessed, like beyond our own understanding. And doing these exercises will start to program your brain and your spirit and your energy to look for the good in each moment of your life. And in doing so, you will then attract more good moments to your life. Remember before when I said, it's about you, make it about you. And people can call you selfish and self-centered and all that stuff, or I don't really give a I don't really care like what they say. I'm trying to, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm trying to work on my cussing. Okay. I'm trying to work on my cussing because some of my family members said, Oh, I didn't know Mimi cuss so much. I don't know how they didn't know because I'm a potty mouth, filthy pirate whore, but they didn't know for some reason. So I'm trying to, you know, be better with that. Right. But what I'm saying is this is how like you take your power back. This is how you make it about you. I want more good moments, so I'm going to be grateful and express gratitude for the things that I already have. Because I'm a firm believer that if you are not appreciative of what you already have, God, universe, the head of cabbage that we've been talking about, whatever it is, you ain't going to get no more. So you got to be grateful and show gratitude so you can get some more good stuff, right? It's all a part of a master plan. Let me go to church real quick. It's all a part of the master's plan. Hallelujah. All right. All right. It's all a part of your master plan, I should say. And nobody has control of your master plan over your life except for you. So take your power back and start being grateful because intentional gratitude becomes a means of manifestation. And we don't even recognize, you know, like how powerful we are and how much control we can have over our lives just by way of our thoughts and our words. Don't get me started, okay? I ain't even finna go there because that's a whole nother show for another time. And we will definitely have that show because manifestation and the power of your thoughts and your words, that's a real thing. People can think it's a hoax and it's, you know, a bunch of bollocks or rubbish or whatever you want to call it, a bunch of BS. That's a lie. It is real. I ain't even tripping though. So friends and kin, I have a treat for you guys. 
Uh, remember last show's question from Miss Laveau? Well, she has emailed me an update uh, from that last question, and I just had to share it with you guys. Uh, so I have a treat for you guys. I'm gonna go ahead and read that. And then I'll get into the actual straight facts question for today's show. But I definitely wanted to give you this update because that question was so awesome. It was so good. So Miss Laveau says, hi there. I wanted to update you on my experience since you gave me some advice. There was actually no need for it because I discovered some things about one night stand. She gonna get his man to name one night stand. You know what? Don't do that to him. (laughs) Since I discovered some things about one night stand that gave me cause for concern. I stumbled upon his social media. Amazing what you can find with just the first name, address and date of birth. Let me tell you something. Women don't be playing, especially black women do not be playing with people here. Look, brothers, we don't be playing with y'all. So don't play with us. okay? unless you want to get played with. Amazing what you can find with just a first name, address and date of birth and realize that his social media presence is very different from who he presented in person. He sent a representative on social media. He seems very shallow, fairly concerned with appearances and wants to project that he is in the streets living a lavish life and he wears sunglasses at night. Yes, he is that guy. Let me tell you something. I hate a mofo wearing sunglasses at night or inside of a building. It gets on my god damn nerves. Unless you are a puff daddy, don't do that. Anyway, so that's a hard pass for me. While I enjoyed our evening together, I have no desire to reconnect with him. I can check this off of my bucket list, but that will be about it. I wish him the best and I thank you for the advice you gave me, but I will be keeping this at just a one night stand. Thanks, Miss Laveau. Now, you see, that's what I told her. I told her to just chill out. Don't be looking for him to be your boyfriend. Like, you don't even know him. You don't know his last name. Like, just calm down and just let this play out. And look what happened when she did. She realized she don't even like this bum. He wears sunglasses at night and inside of buildings. We don't do that, ladies. If your dude is wearing sunglasses at night or inside of a building that does not have a... major LED light situation, you got to let him know like, babe, you got to stop doing this because, you know, like it's a bad look unless he got like one eye or like his eyes like really lazy, like Biggie could do it because he's got that eye music soul child. He could do it because, you know, the eye, but nobody should wear be wearing inside sunglasses. It, it, it's got to stop. It's like a epidemic. Stop it. Moving on. Let's get into straight facts. So today's question is a pretty serious question. Um, We haven't had a question. I don't think serious like this yet. So let me get into it. Hey, I'm writing today because I have a friend problem that's been bugging me for a while now. My closest friend struggles with being bipolar. We found out a few years ago. She's taken a few medications that regulated her illness, but she didn't like them. I'm not sure if she's still taking them or if she has come off of them altogether because we don't live near each other for me to lay eyes on her and know for sure. Anyway, about six months ago, we hit a real snag in our friendship. She was supposed to come up to visit me for an event. 
We had talked about it for weeks. We were both very excited about it. The morning of the event, she texted me saying she wasn't coming. She hadn't even gone to the airport to attempt to catch her flight. She said it was related to her anxiety. I was devastated because I really wanted to experience this event with her, but I ended up going with some other friends and had an absolutely amazing time. We haven't talked in all of these months. And when we finally did last night, she basically told me she didn't understand why I was so upset because she knew I would be fine and I would figure it out. She has done this to me a number of times and to a number of our friends. I know she struggles with mental illness, but it's hard to maintain a relationship with someone who is rarely fully present and can justify her inability to be there by using these struggles. I want to have a conversation and be as delicate as I can be, but I don't want to walk away feeling unheard myself. Help. Friendless in Seattle. Chair. Listen, this is hard. Let me tell you something. This is hard. If she really got some mental health, like, and it's like that, like she's taking medication and stuff, like this is a hard one. This is a difficult one. But I will say this. Like, I understand that your friend has mental illness and, you know, I understand that she has all these struggles. But what about you? Like, you have feelings and your feelings are valid. And you have the right to express yourself. My aunt told me, you know, I'm always talking about aunties. My aunt Cheryl told me when I was about 18 or 19, there was an incident where one of our elders uh, made me cry. (laughs) And I wouldn't dare say anything back to them. And I called my aunt crying and she said, well, why didn't you just say to them, you know, you hurt my feelings or why didn't you just talk to them and, you know, express yourself and say, that's not what happened. Or I don't understand why you're yelling at me. I said, because then everybody would have found out I said that. And then I would have gotten in trouble. Keep in mind, I'm like 19, 20 years old. My aunt told me that day, and it has actually come back to bite her right in her butt, that you can say anything you want to anybody as long as you are not disrespectful. That has come back to bite her in her butt, but um, I love her. But I say that to say to you, friendless in Seattle, that you can say whatever you want to her as long as you are not being malicious, if you are not being disrespectful, if you are speaking from love and with love and with concern and also concern about your own feelings, then I think that you have every right to do that. Now, I can't guarantee whether you will feel unheard or not. But, you know, at the end of the day, what is more important? Is it important that you let your friend know, hey, when you do this, you know, this is how it makes me feel. Because it's not that she has a processing deficit or that she can't understand. She does have some chemical imbalances. But I do believe that if she is on medication and she can uh, be in a space where She's understanding what's going on. I think it's only right that you tell her so that not just about you, but if you care about her so that she's just not going around wilding for respect like that, treating people like that, because then she'll look up. She won't have anybody. And that's a very dark place for somebody who has major mental health issues 
So I think it's only right that you say to her how you feel, but just be mindful of how you say it. Not only say it to her how you would want somebody to say it to you, but take a little extra precaution. Don't sugarcoat anything. Don't lie. Don't be passive aggressive. Say what you need to say, but just be delicate with what you say, because not what you say, but how you say it. Excuse me, because, you know, she's dealing with some other things. Girl, good luck, child. Good luck. That one is heavy. This is why black people got to go to therapy. We got to go to therapy because we got to heal this stuff now. We do. So after that message and that question for today's We Gotta Do Better, I'm going to give y'all some tips for some good feelings. Okay. And I got this from an account I follow on Instagram and I want to say his name is Joel Leon or Leon and the account is at J-O-E-L-A-K-A-M-A-G. So he posted something and I saved it because I just loved it and he called it pro tips. Pro tip number one, pay attention to the things that make your heart leap. Pro tip number two, Name the energy that they conjure. Pro tip number three, write them down. Make note of them. Pro tip number four, keep doing those things. The one that sticks out the most to me is name the energy that they conjure. Because earlier in the show, I made mention of manifestation and your words and your thoughts and how we have so much more power over our lives than we think. But there's something to be said about naming things. When you give something a name, when you speak that name, you give it power. Listen, I'm going to read those pro tips one more time. Pro tip number one, pay attention to the things that make your heart leap. Number two, Name the energy that they conjure. Three, write them down and make note of them. Four, keep doing those things. Number three is another one, writing stuff down. Listen, you better write it down. Write the vision and make it plain. Come on now. Ain't that in a song or is it in the Bible? I don't really know. I've told you before, I'm not really good at the Bible, but I do know that I heard it before. And my friend Aaron, who actually is part of the main reason that I'm even doing this podcast, she used to always say it all the time. And now it's stuck on me. Write it down. Listen, this was a good one. I'm going to start doing this immediately. (laughs) Friends and kin, I just want to say thank you. And like, I can't say thank you enough. This show was really good for me. And I hope that it's good for you and just expect some extra stuff coming out of it. Right. Because I have some other gratitude uh, rituals that I'm going to share on the Instagram page later on this week or maybe next week. Um, So be looking for those. But you know how I roll. The first thing I want to do is I want to thank God first because, you know, it's kind of what we do. And I want to talk about what I'm grateful for just briefly. So many things. Um, 
I have to make sure that I close out my show with an energy of gratitude and giving thanks for just this whole situation. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be before you and sharing my thoughts with you. I'm grateful that you are listening because if you weren't listening, I would just be talking for no reason. And I don't really want to do that. I am grateful for your time and your energy because I do not take for granted that you could be spending it somewhere else doing something else. I am very, very thankful. I am grateful to my family and my friends that support me. I am grateful to you guys again, just for listening. Like I can't say that too many times. I really can't. And I can't wait until the next time we get to do this again, which will be on the 15th of June. Now, before you exit out of whatever streaming service you're using to listen to this, I want you to stop. Go click subscribe or follow if it's possible. And then I want you to get on over to Instagram and follow me there at hand me my purse underscore podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm starting to get more into Twitter now at H. MMP underscore podcast. So HMMP, like hand me my purse. And on Facebook, just search hand me my purse podcast. And if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts or any other medium that allows you to, please rate and review the show. I will love you for it. Show notes will be available at hand me my purse dot buzzsprout.com. Also, if you don't want to look for it that way, the easiest way is to go to the Instagram uh, account, the profile and click the link in the bio and it'll take you to all of those things, all of these lovely things. I want you to submit your questions for the straight facts segment, photos and stories and quotes from your aunties to hello at handmemypurse.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram, whichever you fancy. I also want you guys to know that um, I kind of want you guys to incorporate a gratitude practice starting this week. Don't forget to watch Insecure tonight and I'm probably going to post about Insecure on Monday which is today. It's not today because I'm not recording it today, but I'm going to repost about Insecure on the day that this episode drops so that we can have a little check in about the past three episodes because we haven't really dished about it since the block party episode. So look out for that because the last time we had a conversation, it was really fun. Also, I want black people just love up on each other when you see each other, even people you don't know. We need it. And we need it from one another really bad right now. And today I heard a quote, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. So just be nice and spread love. It's the black folks way Just spread love to one another and love up on one another. Love up on your children. Black men, we love you. You are valid. Your lives are valid. You are important. Sisters, I love you. Black men love us regardless of what Everybody in the news tries to tell us in the media and these commercials. Child, don't get me started on these commercials. I need to go back to work. okay? because it's too much. I watch a lot of TV while I'm working from home. It's on in the background and I see a lot. I'm paying attention to a lot of what's going on in mass media. But whatever. That's a whole nother show and for a whole nother time. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much just for allowing me to be in your ears flavor in your ear like Craig Mack oh man rest in peace Craig Mack anyway I'm rambling at this point so thank you and just so you know you can expect a brand new episode of hand me my purse the podcast on the first and 15th of every single month so the same way you expected those checks on the first and the 15th 
early in the morning, you already know your girl is going to have you covered on those days. Again, the 1st and 15th of every month on your podcast streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. These are for my international friends and kin and anywhere else you may even think that you can find it. Or you can just go straight to my Buzzsprout website and find it there. I look forward to you looking forward to listening. And I'm out this bitch. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.